Welcome to A Confident Blonde Podcast, where we discuss social media, influencing, self-development, organization, and everything in between that will help you become your most confident self. I'm your host, Kelly Schwartz. You can see full show notes at abradablonde.com slash podcast. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the second episode of A Confident Blonde Podcast. I cannot believe it. (laughs) We are here on episode two, and I'm your host, Kellyanne Schwartz. Today, we're going to dive into my biggest tips and strategies for handling challenges. I thought this would be a great one because 2023 was challenging for a lot of people I've noticed in their 2023 recap that I'm friends with. Just for me, (laughs) 2023 was so challenging in so many different ways. So being a business owner and a mama too, I feel like there's just challenges just about every single day. Either my kids are fighting with each other or the dryer completely stops working. So I have to come up with money to fix it. Or your wonderful, sweet, hardworking husband gets hurt in basketball at 5 a.m. He gets his knee crushed, and then you're going to have to spend 12000 on knee replacement surgery. <laughs> These are real-life challenges that I have had to face the last couple months, <laughs> or the last week, actually. Just so you know that my life isn't all put together and perfect on over here, I have things I've faced with every day, and I know that you do too, and life is just challenging. That is just life. You know, have you heard, like, If you're like, I'm having a hard day, and everybody's like, well, that's just life. And you're like, right, (laughs) still a freaking hard day. Thank you. But life is challenging. And this season for many women, it's, well, super, super challenging. This season of motherhood is just challenging. That's literally all I can say about it. I know we've had, you know, such a challenging year. A lot of moms right now are having a hard time, like, finding the best school for their kid. Is it homeschooling? Is it public schooling? Is it private schooling? You know, we want our kids to eat healthy, but it's so expensive. Groceries are already expensive. So how do we figure that out in the budget? And, you know, just making sure you're there for them. But, you know, for me, like making sure I'm there for my kids and I'm being a great mom, but also providing for our family. So that produces its own set of challenges. And, you know, a lot of people right now are just having a really challenging year, maybe. Some maybe not. Some are really hard because we don't have a lot of extra money for just like all the fun things or having to work harder for the same same amount. So I just really want to dive in since I had such a challenging year and I feel like I could help you with any challenges that you go through either on a daily, weekly, monthly, or just like a Sometimes there's just seasonal challenges. A lot of people will tell me, well, this is just a season or whatever, but I want to help you. And like I said, every podcast episode, I want this to be like pen to paper. Like you can take notes So get your notebook out, or if you're doing your cleaning routine, or if you're just riding in the car, I know you can't take notes riding the car, but just listen, really focus and listen in on this. These are some great tips and strategies to help you with any challenging season. So I really want to encourage you to just really listen in. The first thing about any type of challenging season that you're going through, if it's a challenging day, challenging week, or challenging year, it's just to maintain a positive mindset. So I remember I was going to write down, I remember I was going to do, I was like, I'm not doing a 2023 recap. It was so challenging and I was miserable half the time. And then when I looked back on my camera roll, there were so many 
positive things that came out of 2023. I mean, me and my family traveled to so many places. I hit 40K on Instagram. There was just so many awesome, cool things. I worked with some dream brands in 2023. And when I just like stopped and was like, okay, if I really have a positive outlook and focus on solutions rather than dwelling on the problems, it's really going to help me. So I encourage you to write down things you're grateful for every single morning just to help get you in that positive mindset. I have a really great journal that will say, you know, what are three things you're grateful for? It's truly that simple. You don't have to buy a fancy journal. You could just write down your paper planner every single morning, three things you're grateful for. Sometimes it's the simplest things like, I'm just so grateful. There is food in my pantry right now. Things that like, I just don't ever, you know, want to overlook. My two cute fluffy puppies, I love them so much. Every day I put in there pretty much my hardworking husband that I'm so grateful for and my two healthy kids. Like the health of my kids is sometimes all I can ask. And that just gets you in a positive mindset, you know. So also something that you could do as a family that I'm trying to get our family into doing is just chatting around the dinner table and everybody's saying something they're grateful for. But that would help get the whole entire family into just a really great positive mindset to go through any challenges that you're going through. So another way to get through challenges is to set realistic expectations. Wow. I'm like literally talking to myself right now. Um, so you want to establish, especially going into the new year, you want your goals to be achievable, but you don't want to like just be, I'm just going to be blunt with you because I'm, I feel like I'm talking to my best friend when I talk to you guys, but you just don't want to be a butthole to yourself. <laughs> like, and I'm sorry to say that just seems like not vulgar. I mean, it's not a bad word, but don't be a butthole to yourself. Okay. Like don't stress yourself out. So one example is like in the beginning of 2023, I was like, my business is going to bring in a hundred thousand dollars. Like I've always wanted this. I've always just really desired that $100,000 goal. I don't know why it's just who I am. I guess I, I hit it, but I was miserable. <laughs> like I was freaking miserable. I was working my tail off and I'm like, okay, you hit it, but you like killed yourself and your mental health is absolute trash. So one thing I did is like really chatted with Chris. I'm like, okay, what, what income would I need to bring where like, I feel like I'm bringing in, I'm providing for my family, but I'm also like not killing myself. Right. Like I'm being realistic with my expectations. Cause he knew I was trying to set these really lofty goals in 2024. And he already told me like, let's not go back to 2023. Like you're putting crazy expectations on yourself. And I know not everybody can do that. Right. So like you might be in a season where like you need every dollar, like you can't do that, but maybe you can set different expectations with your social life or going on trips. So like for us, like we loved going on vacations and we go on like you know, six vacations a year. And then we talked this year and we're like, you know, we don't need all that. Like we can be more of a homebody. We can cut back on some of these extra things that we don't need. That's going to make me have to like kill it. You know what I mean? It all evens out. So like maybe look at your expenses and cut out things that you don't really need that don't bring you like a, just a ton of joy. So you don't have to set these unrealistic expectations on yourself. You're, you don't have to be busy your kids don't have to be going places all the time. They just need to be safe. Okay. They just need a peaceful environment. They need a happy mama. They need love. And like, 
kids, like, think of it back in the day. Like, we played in dirt, okay? <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but, like, I made mud pies, and, like, my mom would lose me for hours outside riding my bike, okay? Kids don't have to be constantly entertained, right? They just need to be safe, and they need a home that they feel safe in, that they feel joy in, and, like, you don't have to have a theme park to bring joy to your kids. We play card games every night as a family, and I'm they're going to remember that probably more than, like, the the crazy trips and vacations. I hope they remember all of it, but I just want to say that to you in case you don't get to take a vacation this year. That's okay. Like we're cutting back too. So just stop setting these unrealistic expectations, especially if you're in a very challenging season. So another tip is like to just break down the challenges. So like the home management, like just managing the home, keeping the home clean, that's a challenge. Okay. <laughs> Freaking just living life is a challenge, but this home with like people in it, like I make sure three people, three humans and two dogs are fed at all times. Like I'm making sure I forgot about me. Sorry. Four humans and two dogs. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not the best at math. I have to make sure four humans and two dogs are you know, getting their doctor's appointments and getting fed and all the things. So what I love doing is just breaking down like the home, breaking those down into more manageable tasks. So I love my cleaning routines. I have daily, weekly, and monthly cleaning routines that help keep the family clean and in place. I also work from home. So the home can't be a crap show because I'm waking up having to work in this place so unfortunately, everything has to be, everything has to have a place and has to be clean because my mind just can't get started for work. But you know, that's an unrealistic expectation too. Like your house doesn't have to be perfect, but if you do like it to be tidy like me, I just feel more at peace when my home is tidy. Then I suggest that you start creating daily and weekly and monthly, monthly cleaning routines. So I'll show you one that I absolutely love that we've been doing for years. It is like me and my husband love it so much. We've been doing it so many years. It's our weekend reset. So on Sunday, we fold and complete all the laundry, the kids' laundry, our laundry. We change the sheets. We plan out the meals. We meal prep and grocery shop. We try to clean the car. It doesn't get done every single Sunday, but we try to. Sometimes it's like every other week. But if you have two little kiddos, you know how disgusting the car gets. It's so funny. My husband walks into my car. He's like, why do I have to clean this? I'm not in it. And I'm like, because I carry your children around in it. So we're, this is our car. We have to clean. But changing out the trash cans. So like grabbing the trash cans from the bathrooms in my little boy's room gets filled with snacks. I'm like, I don't even know where you find all this trash in your trash can. But we have to dump those out. But it's just nice because it sets your week off. Monday, you are just, you've got all the clothes you need. Your kid have your kids have all the clothes they need. Just everything is just ready to go and you feel ready to start your week. I don't think I could ever not do a weekend reset, but I just absolutely love it. And then once a month, I will have like a cleaning routine as far as like mopping, sweeping, dusting, doing all the deep cleaning things. I do that at the end of the month. So that really helps break down the home challenge if you're, but try to take those challenges into more manageable tasks and it's just easier, easy to tackle one step at a time because the overall process can just feel so, so overwhelming. I know like when I thought about starting a podcast, it felt so overwhelming to me, but I knew like if I broke them down in tasks, like, okay, first you order the equipment and then you shoot two episodes and then you shoot the podcast cover and then, you know, you just break everything down and it just makes it so much easier and it gives you way more confidence. 
Okay, so the next way to help your confidence and to help you go through anything that you're doing that's challenging is to really seek support. Uh, I'm trying not to get emotional about this one, but definitely seeking support and reaching out to friends and families and mentors for advice or emotional support. So I'm sure you guys know already, if you don't, I started therapy like two months ago and it was truly the best thing I've ever done for myself. It is expensive. I'm not going to deny that. But our church actually provides free therapy. They have on-site Bible counselors, which I think is really cool. So check check different sources. But I started therapy and it was just a way for me to go in and really seek support for like things that hard things I was going through in life. Also, just like as a mom, we feel like we can handle it all. We feel like we can just, we can get the kids here or there. We can pick them up from school. We can cook the meals. We can grow the business. We can just do all things. We don't ask for help. And I remember so many times I'd get upset. (laughs) My husband would be like, Kelly, just ask what you need help with. Like, which is funny because then I'd be like, yeah, but when I, when people help me, they don't do it how I do it, which is a whole nother situation. But, you know, like as a mom, like you also feel the pressure of like, you think other moms are going to talk about you if you get help. Like, oh, she has a nanny or, oh, she has a babysitter. Like, who cares? Like, they're not living with you day to day. They don't know your goals. They're not paying your bills for sure. I I mean, none of my mom friends are paying my bills. So really, like, don't hesitate to ask for help when you need it. So the one thing we started doing, if you don't have money for a babysitter, which babysitters, I love, like, I think you should totally get a babysitter if you can swing it. But one thing, and not everyone has help from a grandparent, but what I have been doing, if you do have grandparents that will help, we do this thing called grandparent weekend. So my kids go to my in-laws one weekend out of the month. And it's just a great Friday night. Me and Chris will, I'll drop them off with their grandparents. I even take the dogs over there, which is just so funny because I'm like, I don't want any responsibilities. <laughs> no. I'm just like, I need to see like two day break. Okay. So this is the only time me and Chris get a date night. It's just two nights out of the month, but we take the dogs, we take the kids over there. They get to spend time with their grandparents and they love it. Like I, they roller skate and build forts and my mother-in-law is just so precious and sweet and helpful. And I, if she's listening to this, which she probably is. Cause she's just a fan of mine. <laughs> she's so sweet. I am so thankful for my mother-in-law and my parents. They are helpful. My mother-in-law is just, gosh, she is just so sweet and so helpful. But anyways, we love grandparents weekend and what me and Chris do will on Friday night, we'll have a date night Saturday. We'll usually clean, do our monthly cleaning routine. We'll go over the budget because that is always just a very hard topic. So I try to make going over the budget fun. It never is fun. Sometimes it's a quick five minute meeting. I try, we try not to, sometimes we just get in little tiffs about certain things, but I, we try to like work through that, but we meet once a month and go over the budget. We just have some downtime and get to connect as a couple because you know, us in our relationship is so important to grow this family. So don't feel bad for asking for help. I am going to just go ahead and give you permission to ask for help when you need help. You are getting scared. You're going to get judged or like, I don't, I don't know why we have so much pride in this, but we're going to let it go. It's 2024. Hire the babysitter. If you, if you have the money to get a nanny, get a nanny. Like it's the time, right? You'll know if it's the time you need help, but who cares what other moms say about you? Honestly, they're probably just so worried 
and they're more concerned with their own life, honestly, to even worry about you and your nanny or your babysitter. So if you need to get a babysitter a couple days a week, do it. Okay, so here's another one that's going to help you with any challenging season. And just to help you get confidence, period, is just prioritizing self-care. And this is something that I used to just not prioritize at all. So, you know, rest is productive. I'm going to say that again for anybody out there. Rest is productive. If you're riding in the car or you're listening to this podcast, we're going to say it together. Ready? Rest is productive. You need to rest. When I'm resting or I'm walking or exercising or like just walking on the treadmill, my grandest, greatest ideas for my business come at that moment because you have a minute to sit and relax and chill. So another thing was like, I have lived three years with no hobbies. I had no hobbies. My first therapy session, she's like, what do you do for fun? I was like, uh, huh, <laughs> like, do I do for fun? Like all the books I read was about growing my business. All the, I didn't listen to music. I listened to podcasts about growing my business when I was eating lunch. I never even took a lunch break, which is a whole nother situation. But I'm like, I don't do anything for fun. I have no hobbies. That's so like, why did I do that to myself? Like I was just so wrapped up in motherhood that I was like, I don't deserve all. I don't know why, but I started painting and coloring. So coloring was the first hobby I started engaging in at night. And that's self-care. Like there's no outcome of me coloring that photo. Like I just color, you know, I just, and it's something me and Annie do together that I love because it's like showing her how to prioritize self-care. But some other examples that you can do is like getting a pedicure, maybe planning a little shopping day for yourself. Sometimes I like to go eat lunch by myself which was a new thing for me like the last couple of years. I just go eat by myself. It's so funny. I would have never in a million years think I would go to a restaurant and eat by myself. But I take myself on a little date, you know, go for a walk. I do my own nails. I start doing press on nails. I give myself a, a, either I go get a spray tan or get myself a tan, exfoliate. And I try to just do a little bit of self-care every morning and every night. So every morning before I start my day, like I just need a cup of coffee and my devotional just a minute to just sit and chill. Sometimes I scroll on Instagram, which is not the best. Like I need to get out of that, but I just need a minute to just drink my coffee. Everybody in the house knows like mama needs a minute. So I'm trying to get up earlier and earlier every day to just give myself some self-care in the morning, go do my exercise. And then every night before bed, shutting off my phone and really just either coloring or journaling or reading something fun. I've loved reading really fun books over the summer, but those are some ways that you can prioritize self-care. Those are some great examples. Learning to say no. <laughs> learning Who's a people pleaser out there? So learning to say no is going to help you in any challenging season and just setting boundaries. So one thing I set a boundary with for 2024 already, which is so funny because it's literally January and I've already planned out December, but I told my entire family, like, I am not... I'm only doing Christmas day with my immediate family. So like me, my husband, my two kids and my dogs, that's it. That's the only person that will be in my house on Christmas day. I want to, I, it's not even like personal. I absolutely love my family and I loved hanging out with them all day on Christmas day, but I just felt like really rushed. I was up late Christmas Eve, making the magic happen. Mom's out there, you know what it is like. And then you wake up and the kids open the gifts and you're just so tired. You're like, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. And then 
you know, I hosted a lot of people, which I absolutely love hosting. I don't want this to sound like I didn't get joy out of that day, but I just looked at that day and I was like, I really wish it was just us four. I really wish, you know, we didn't have to rush into hosting and other gifts and other things. Like I just wanted to savor that moment with my family. So my mother and my mother-in-law were so cool with it. I was like, can we hang out on Christmas Eve so I can be with my family on Christmas day? So that was one way that I said no and just set a boundary. Also just like setting boundaries with a lot of people in your life. Learning to say no is not easy. One thing I've learned to say no this year is like, if a brand isn't going to pay me what I'm worth, I just tell them no. I just decline respectfully. Like this is my rate. You pay my rate. That's it. And you know, it's hard to do that, but like you have to set a boundary. Another thing was like, I took four days off at Christmas and I literally blocked off my email and set my email auto response. Did not work those days. Let my clients know all my clients were okay with it, but you need to set boundaries. Boundaries help protect what's in. It doesn't keep things out necessarily. It just protects the people that are in. So try to learn how to set boundaries and say no. Once you start going, you'll get used to it. And you're like, wow, this feels so great. Like it's a little cringy at first to tell people no, but then it just feels so, so amazing. So the next way to like go through any challenging season, and this kind of goes back to having a positive mindset, is to celebrate small wins. Like no matter how small, it just boosts your confidence. It boosts your motivation. One thing that I was like hesitant on sharing that was a small win for me I'm not even going to pretend this this is a small win. It was a big win for me. I hit 40,000 followers on Instagram and I was just so scared to like bring attention to it because I didn't want people to think I'm bragging. And I didn't want my followers to think like you're just a number. Like all I care about is followers because it's truly not the case. Actually, this year I'm trying to go deeper than wider with my followers. Like I want them to really trust me and trust my advice and stick with me, you know, hang out with me. But I'm also just like proud that I've served these people for so long that have served all these women and like helped them somehow and they hang out with me every day. So I post today, Hey, I hit 40 K and like, I want to celebrate small wins like that. That wasn't, I didn't want to brag. And that's the problem with celebrating small wins is like the misconception is like we're bragging or something, but it's not like it boosts our confidence. Like I had so many women reach out, like you're killing it. I'm so proud of you. I can't wait till hundred K next. And like, I don't want to cry, but that feels so good for someone to be like, I can't wait to like for one of my followers. Like I read every DM. I'm very passionate about that. But for one, one of these girls that I've know has been following me for a while, she's always popping in my DMs and she's like, I can't wait to see till you're a hundred K. And it was like, dang, like somebody's like patting me on the back. Someone's saying, Hey, keep going. Like, I'm proud of you. And that will help boost your confidence. I don't care who you are, but celebrate those small wins. Post them on Instagram. Take the gym selfie. Like everybody's afraid to take gym selfies. But did you know if you take gym, people that take gym selfies work out more and they hit their goals more because they're like showing everybody, hey, I'm celebrating these small wins. Like I'm at the gym today and that's all we can ask for, right? So don't be afraid to celebrate those. I'm so proud of you. I want you to celebrate them, okay? I want you to go out there and crush your goals. And so it's not bragging. And like, who cares if people think it is bragging too, right? Like, just go for it. So another way to help you with these challenges is to continuously learning. So the fact that you're even listening to this podcast, that you want to learn, that you want to take some of these tips and use them in your everyday life means that you have a growth mindset and those things can really help you 
reach new opportunities. It can help you learn. It can help you grow. I tell this to everybody, but I don't have a college degree. I dropped out of college. I went to dental assisting school and then my dental assisting degree is even like up, which is scary sometimes to me because I'm like, why did I let that lapse? But then I think it like kind of pushed me into like, no, you're going to keep hitting. You're going to keep going for your goal. You're going to keep going for your dreams. You don't have anything to fall back on, which is what I need in challenging times. But continuously learning, I taught myself everything with this job. I mean, I'm constantly learning about the Instagram algorithm. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm reading. I'm doing a little bit of learning every day. I know that like my brain can still learn more every day and that'll help you in challenging seasons. And I just want to encourage you this year, don't set unrealistic expectations, but read, read a book, like start reading, start if you just have like a 20 minute drive, I know when I pick my kids up from school, like that's when I tune into a good podcast. Sometimes it's 20 minutes a day and that's okay. You're learning, right? And that's all we can really ask for. And time management is huge. And so one thing I've noticed is like time management for me is like, I can get sucked into scrolling on Instagram. I mean, my job is Instagram. So it's hard for me to like kind of not get sucked into the scroll, But what I've done is like my iPad is something that I don't have Instagram on. And on my iPad, that's where I have like my planner. That's where I journal. And so you definitely want to be really smart and strategic with your time. So prioritizing tasks and allocating resources efficiently. So the weekend reset, like we went over in the beginning of this episode, that is a good time management tool because I'm getting like all the laundry done at once. I'm not doing like a little bit every day. We're doing it all on Sunday and just getting it knocked out. And also if you focus, like it takes your brain a minute to get going and then you've got about three hours of really focused time. So making sure you set work blocks and, you know, using your time efficiently so that in managing your time efficiently so that when work is done, you can be completely present with your family. I'm not perfect at this. I'm not even pretend like I'm perfect at this, but I'm definitely trying and I'm trying to get better on just like putting my phone away, being with my family and being present. And that means getting my hard tasks done and getting them over with and not procrastinating and being better about my time management. I also just write all my captions. I create all my content. Like I batch all my content for my Instagram channel. So I'll just spend one day and like shoot all my content. And that's a really good time management tool if you're thinking about getting into social media. But just take a look at your work and what you're doing, the tasks you're doing, and how can you batch those tasks so that you can save time. Just remember, like, everyone faces challenges. It's okay to ask for help when you need it. And, you know, I'm just so proud of you. Like, I just want to tell you, I'm proud of you. Like I said, 2023 was a really challenging season for me. There's a lot of change. My kids went to a new school. I moved into a new house that came with a new mortgage payment. There's My husband got a new job. There's just so many challenging things in my 2023. And some days I just needed a friend. I had a friend one day, like pull me off from the couch and said, we're going for a walk today. Like you're getting up off the couch and you're going for a walk. I'm so grateful for her more than she knows. I also had a friend meet me in a parking lot. (laughs) It sounds funny, but we went for ice cream. We're sitting in the park. We always sit in our cars and chat about life. We always go really deep with each other. She is my absolute best friend, but she held my hand and prayed over me. That was like a very, 
that was a very like memorable moment of my life. Like here's this friend and I'm in my darkest time and she is like praying to the Lord that I get out of it. Um, I just want you to know everyone faces these challenges. It's okay to ask for help. It makes you stronger in the end. It makes you overcome things. It helps you build more strategies. It helps you humble yourself. I feel like God humbled me and really made me focus on like what is important in life. And it is my kids and my family. And that is it. You know, all these other things, the clothes, everything extra. I don't need all this. I just need to be home with my family. And I just want to help you as 2024 goes in that you help build more confidence and you become more effective. And so if this podcast has helped you in any way, please, please share it. Send it to your friend. Send it to your family. Say, hey, you have to check this podcast out. It's already helping me. We're on episode two. I just really want to help more people, as much people as I can. Also, make sure you follow me over at A Confident Blonde. It's the Instagram for our podcast. I'm going to give away a $50 Amazon gift card. So all you have to do is send me a DM and say, hey, I listened to episode two, and this was my favorite thing about it. And you'll be entered to win the gift card. And that'll help you just get going, get started. I can't wait to see all that you're going to do in 2024. I want you to tag me as you're listening to this or as you take any of these tips and apply them to your everyday life. I want to see you out there doing it, building the confidence. And I can't wait to meet you next time over here on the podcast. I hope y'all have a great day and we'll see you soon. Thanks so much for listening to A Confident Blonde Podcast. You can find full show notes from today's episode at abradablonde.com slash podcast. Let's connect on Instagram at a confident blonde. And if you're loving the podcast, I'd be honored if you go ahead and hit the subscribe button and leave me a review. Until next time on a confident blonde podcast. Mm-hmm.